Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is that I want to win at Edmonton. Here's McDavid all the way, scores! Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast for this Friday, March 25th. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1260. Hit me up on Twitter at Hernan Salas underscore. As uh, today on the pod, we'll break down the Oilers 5-2 win against the San Jose Sharks. I'll be joined by former NHLer, former Edmonton Oilers, and just overall great guy, Joaquin Gage. That's coming up shortly. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, look ahead as well to the Battle of Alberta. But we'll break down last night's game. A couple debuts for the couple new guys. The return of new. But I think the story of last night has to be little Ben Stelter, uh, who stole the show after uh, the Edmonton Oilers game on Thursday. He skated out, uh, obviously, for the anthems. Uh, just great. McDavid kind of leading him there and chatting with him. Kane giving him a couple of taps as well. But after the game, he joined Zach Hyman for the, for the post-game interview. It's just an absolute... Beautiful, beautiful uh, moment. A beautiful kid. Wish his family nothing but the best. And of course, Ben the best as he continues his battle with cancer. But just a very touching moment in a time where there's a lot of a lot of wrong in the world. I mean, it kind of puts things all in check, right? Uh, seeing this this little guy. But uh, kudos to the Edmonton. It was a fantastic job. Uh, with Ben last night. I think everybody enjoyed it, and I think everybody got emotional. I mean, we got a bunch of texts into the inbox just saying, like, it's dusty in here, like, uh, oh, the onions. Who's who's cutting onions this late in the night? But wonderful moment. Good on Zach Hyman. Good on the Edmonton Oilers. Good on Connor McDavid. Go check it out on their Twitter. They got everything. The team, the picture with the whole team, players coming off the ice after the wind, uh, fist pumping him. The whole presser with Zach Hyman. I just wanted to start it off. A five-year-old, uh, you know, he has to go through another battle here and just want to wish him the best. And it was it was beautiful. And he's, uh, wish him and his family all the best. And uh, hopefully we get good news here down the road on Ben. So Ben was definitely the first, second, and third star in yesterday's game. But quickly, let's uh, break down the game yesterday that we saw. 5-2 Edmonton Oiler win. First period, it, uh, it was kind of slow. It seems like the teams uh, were just feeling each other out. It was low event. Nothing really going on in the second. One minute in, Eric Carlson scores. A nice passing play. Mike Smith. Uh, uh, my buddy Gozola says he must have fell because he ended up on his stomach. I still don't know how, what he was doing, but nonetheless, it was one nothing. But then the hottest seventeen dollar Yamamoto with his 18th of the season on the power play, second power play unit, but it was off the rush. Not like they were set up, but still a wonderful goal. And then Leon Dreisaitl three minutes later on uh, probably, I, I thought Cassian was going to get called. He kind of cross-checks a little bit like into the, the hip of, I think, 
think it was Eric Carlson. I, I for sure thought that was going for a penalty, and seconds later, Drysaddle scoring. I was like, okay, the Oilers got away with one there, and they definitely did. 100% they did. And then on to the third. Uh, the new guy, Derek Broussard, just throws it on net. At first, uh, we all thought it was Nuge's goal, but after a replay, it went off the Sharks' uh, defenseman's skate and into the net. Derek Broussard with seventh. would gave the Oilers a 3-1 lead, but in good old Edmonton Oilers fashion, 29 seconds later, Thomas Hurdle uh, would cut the lead to 3-2 is 26 on just a wicked shot from the slot. A lot of blame to go around on that one. Uh, they lose a puck battle, and then Mariah McLeod, it's, it's, I don't want to call him lazy because that's not correct, but he gets caught watching, and then he's too late uh, to close the gap on Hurdle, and boom, and that's the goal. Get to more of that in a bit. Then Leon on the power play, and this is the great thing. Against Dallas, the Oilers couldn't ice the game at 3-2 when they got a power play with eight minutes left. Yesterday, same scenario, late power play, but this time they capitalized on some nice passing. All five guys touched the puck. And then McDavid finds dry saddle, and that's all she wrote. Evander Kane would get his 15th on the uh, empty net, and the Oilers will roll to a 5-2 win. Special teams big on this night as well. Two for two on the power play, two for two on the PK. The Oilers outshot the Sharks 41-30. to And uh, just back to that McLeod kind of hiccup there. Uh, he was benched for a few shifts. He was taken off that line. He saw Warren Fogle jump on with dry side on Hyman. And then, but he did play at uh, after. He did get put back out there on the fourth line. So Jay Woodcroft making it known that that stuff's not going to be acceptable. And how about Zach Hyman? Not only the postgame presser with Ben, but man, what a shift on the PK. Holy smokes. That was very, very impressive. This guy just keeps, uh, I mean, people absolutely love this guy. And if uh, yesterday, just on the ice, off the ice, you just love them uh, more. Defensively, check out the ice times. Uh, CC 21-30 led, and then uh, Barry and Nurse were over 20, and then Bouchard at 19, Kulak at 18, and Keith at 17. That's what you want to see. You don't want to overplay Nurse and CC because that's when trouble happens. Now, that top pairing, the last four goals against, has uh, it's been on them. Now, it's not all their fault, of course, but just interesting that uh, the last four goals against has been on the top pairing of the Edmonton Oilers. Up front, I think this is the first time ever, no one over 20 minutes. That is very, very impressive. Your leaders were Evander Kane and Connor McDavid over 18. Leon was just over 17, as was uh, Hyman. And the Nuge in his return uh, was also 17. Your lowest was 945 for Fogel. Sorry, check that. Your lowest was Devin Shore, 8.45. That's the kind of ice times you want to see. Now, the Edmonton Oilers got three new players. Nuge, it looked like he didn't miss a beat. He was really good. He was really active. There was chemistry there with him and Broussard right away, and I like that line with JP. If JP can get the, the puck skills down here with his damn stick, that's driving me crazy. He was better yesterday, for sure. I think that can be a very, very good and dangerous line for the Edmonton Oilers, but Nuge was good. Didn't miss a beat. Broussard gets the goal. Again, the chemistry with Nuge was there, and he looked good, man. He's silky. He's he he can he, he's got skill. He plays a two-way game. And then Kulak, I think uh, most people were impressed with. He, um, 18-27, he didn't kill. He only had 25 seconds on special teams, and that was on the PK. But uh, he's smooth out there, skates well, moves the puck well, and defends well. So first impressions on the two new guys, very good. And it's just great to have Nuge back. And this team is finally healthy. And it's great to see Archibald, Ryan out. Like, seriously, it's crazy. So good on them. And they're, uh, they're going to need it. They have a big game tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, you got to keep in mind, Vegas won. LA got a point. Vancouver got a point. Went a big loss to Ottawa, but Dallas won in a shootout. So the Oilers needed to win, and they did exactly 
exactly that. So full marks. I thought the Oilers played really well. Uh, outside of that first, I think just both teams, again, it was just low event. Not that the Oilers were bad. And then Mike Smith, 28 saves, 933 save percentage. Had some interesting moments in this game. And the third went to play the puck. He had to dive back in to make the save, which was uh, always uh, fascinating when the big guy's in net. But this night was all about the Oilers win. And more importantly, uh, Ben, who was an absolute beauty uh, in yesterday's, uh, in everything that he was involved in, from the, from the anthems to the post-game press. There's just a wonderful, beautiful uh, moment and uh, for for him and his family. But uh, we'll continue to break this down. I'll be joined by Mr. Joaquin Gage. That's coming up next here on the Locked On Orders podcast with Hernan Salas. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Bilt Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So now, welcome in Joaquin Gage, a former Edmonton Oiler. Uh, co-host on the Two Guys in a Goalie podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Gage 31 mostly tweeting about F1. Gage, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's a it's a race weekend, and um, Oilers had a a really good game last night. I think we were all excited to see all the new uh, the couple new faces and a and an old face coming back. Um, and uh, it it looks good. Looks really good. What did you make of the two new guys, Derek Broussard and uh, Brett Kula? Because I'm gonna Nuge was Nuge, right? He just came in and he didn't miss a beat. But what did you make of the two new guys? Um. I mean, I thought that with Broussard, um, like this guy, unfortunately for him, like he's been on a lot of different teams, right? So um, I think that just the fact that he's been in that position before and stepping in with a new, te- uh, a new team, yeah. he's not unaccustomed to having new line mates. And I mean, when you're playing with a player at the caliber of the, of the Nuge, I mean, he's... He's so gifted offensively, and and by all accounts, Broussard's kind of like the same type of mold, I think. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit to to generate that kind of chemistry, but it looked like they were feeding off each other quite well. And uh, Kulak, man, um, uh, I was fortunate enough to be at the game last night and just see the the way he moves around the ice. It's... uh, it's impressive. I didn't know he was that good a skater. Yeah, I know. I, I just said the same thing in my opening. Both like Bersar is just a veteran guy. He knows what he's doing, obviously out there. And Kulak just he's smooth out there, right? Like I, I, I thought uh, a lot better than I than I thought he would be for sure. So uh full marks for that. Uh what did you make of the game? Kind of slow to start gauger. The others were able to find uh some goals. Uh, the power, the special teams was real were really good. The goaltending held. But overall, did you like the performance that you saw last night? Um yeah, I I did. I thought that um, it was a little bit slow. I I'd like to see like what sometimes with with teams you uh, when they, when an opposing team comes into your building you try to jump on them right away, right? And maybe uh, put them on their heels. Uh, I still feel that at times the Oilers kind of play to their the caliber of their opponent for a bit, but it only lasted. A, they, there was a feeling out process, I think. But um, for the for the most part, I was uh, 
I was pretty impressed with with how they handled themselves. And you know, the the big thing I think they learned uh, from the game against Dallas, and which was really nice to see, was that late power play with this with the game not completely out of reach, and then you saw them take complete advantage of that and scoring on that goal and kind of putting that last uh, that last nail in the coffin. What do you make of uh, the little guy, Yamamoto's heater right now? He's up to 18 goals. I think he scored in uh, seven or something like that, seven of his last eight games, or maybe just seven in his last seven games. But he scored a beauty yesterday. This guy's feeling it, Kager. Uh, what do you see from Kaylor Yamamoto that maybe we weren't seeing in, in that December-January stretch? Well, I don't know if he is. Saw, but I was on the uh, Sportsnet panel. <laughs> I did. Yes. But, um, no, Gene and I were actually talking about this, and um, he he asked me the question: what, How is why is this happening? You know, like what do you what's your what's your take on this? And I think, like I believe this is like his fourth fifth year in the league. Right? There's there's a definite difference between thinking you can play in the NHL and knowing you can play in the NHL. And that comes with a little bit of experience, obviously. Uh, um, confidence is a big thing with that. But we're, we're looking at a, a young man that's becoming a mature NHL player, I think. And, I mean, he's, he's played with McDavid in the past. And um, sometimes that realization of going, look, this McDavid's not going anywhere He's one of the greatest players ever to play, and I have the opportunity to play with him. I think this is partly Yamamoto figuring out what type of player he has to be to be successful in the NHL and and uh, and playing with McDavid. Um, just the fact that you, you go after McKinnon and Ranton and you're playing against the top other teams and, and seeing the success uh, personally about playing against the, the top players in the world, I mean... I think that's just you can see him. He's he's a couple inches taller. <laughs> yeah, I know definitely that line's really uh, really going. Uh, I know we talked about it on two guys. What, did you like the new line setup? Is there anything you would switch ahead ahead of Calgary? Like for me at least, I think Archibald has to draw in just because of the way he plays the game and Calgary's a this physical team. But did you like what you saw from the lines yesterday? And would you make any tweaks for Calgary? <clears throat> I always have a tough time changing the lineup after a good win. Right, everyone's yeah. feeling good about themselves. Um, everyone, you know, when you're, when you're on that, maybe that lower end of the lineup and you're trying to just to stay into the lineup, um, and you have a good game and then you come out, that's kind of like, well, what do I have to do to stay in? You know? So, um, I wouldn't change a thing to tell you the truth. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's, it was great to see how Archibald played and how he, he fit in pretty seamlessly after not playing for so long. Yeah. You don't, you can't use them all the time. So, and again, Good point, building man. that confidence and that that structure and that familiarity of new guys playing with one another, I just, I, I don't think you change a thing. I, I think it's uh, you see Yessi taking a step after being injured for a while too with that line. I, I, yeah, I, I like their look now. I think physically, um, the the Flames are a brute, but I, 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 I don't mind that matchup the way they look right now. And uh, Gage, goal. Yeah, I got. I gotta. I gotta ask you about Mike Smith on that first goal against. So listen, great passing play. Uh, but me and Tommy were trying to like, how did he end up on his stomach and so like out of the play? And and Tommy was like, he must have fell. <laughs> you were there in the building. What did you see on that first goal against? Um. Well, <laughs> uh, I how did I I referred to that on Twitter as the reverse uh, prone <laughs> two pad stack. 
that was a, a successful technique back in the 80s, but due to uh, um, <laughs> coach cardiac uh, syndrome, it was banned. So it's uh, I, to look at it, <clears throat> technically, um, he didn't turn his shoulders uh, as he uh, as he located the puck like with his head. Um, the push when I, it just wasn't there at all, and then he knew he was dead in the water. Um, I know that feeling of coming and then realizing, oh my God, I got to get there. And just technically to get back to where he was, it was a desperation, and mm. he didn't get any push off going left to right. So, yeah, it looked bad. Um, uh, and he, it was nice to see he actually made an effort to swing the paddle of the stick back around the other way, like hash it or something <laughs> like that. But um, yeah, not a not a good look when your goalie is swimming that much on a pass back across. Yeah, who would you go with tomorrow, Koskinen? Is that simple for you? Yeah, I, go I, one I, and one. I mean, look, look, the Oilers should beat the San Jose Sharks. Okay, um, that yeah. should. I'm not saying it should be an easy game, but it, the San Jose Sharks don't have. Shouldn't be in the game with the with the Oilers. They got now, one line, right? Yeah, like so. And Mike Smith, he played well. It's I, I won't take that away from. Him. I thought he played really well. Sometimes I I think his his way to how do I say this? I don't know. Like just he allowed that goal, and he, he seemed to start to try to get himself back into the game. Is and his uh, his method was to go play the puck more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he should be more efficient with the, his decisions on when. And how to play the puck, and and not go. Uh, there's too many chances there. I think to to let the other team in it. But that's kind of what he does to get himself back in. Um, I think you need both goalies going, right? Uh, if if it gets to the point where one guy seems to be struggling a little bit and and um, and not putting his game together, I would then I would might move to just one and and ride him out to get him ready for for playoffs. But um, I, as of right now, I don't see a huge. Maybe Miko with a little bit of an advantage mm-hmm. um, of his play lately. But um, I think with both guys having them both rested, healthy, and and feeling good about their game is is the best position the Oilers could have going into playoffs. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Very special night last night. You were there in the building. I don't know if you got to meet Little Ben, but uh, it was just great from 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 being in the national anthem with the boys on the on the blue line, the post game presser. Uh, Little Ben Gager. I mean, I'm getting older. I think we all are, and we. Get a, uh, I was very emotional watching that, and uh, just a, a wonderful moment. And well done by the Edmonton Oilers. Oh yeah, I, I, I was again. I was fortunate enough to Ben actually came up to get pictures with uh, with Gene. I was just lucky to be there and, oh, nice. and meeting him. And so I was. Uh, I, I got a chance to talk to him too. And I I asked him um, what uh, hey what did what did Connor McDavid say to you? Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> said, uh, "That's good to see you again, Ben." And I go, "What'd you say?" 
And he goes, oh, it's good to see you too. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I, you know, he's just a, a lot of yes and no and yeah, to a lot yeah. of the questions, but big smile on his face. And obviously Connor McDavid's his, uh, his favorite hockey player and, and a really sweet kid. Um, again, I, I got, I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I got to meet just a wonderful little human being in, in him and just a really cool night. And to hear, there's nothing like kids' laughter. Yeah. Going through what he's going through and to see a smile on his face. What a, what a trooper. Um, as you get older, the, it seems like the tear ducts get yeah, a little bit bigger. They do, man. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a little dusty in, uh, in Rogers last night. I was uh, recording the audio while we were on air, and I was getting teary-eyed. I was like, yeah, I gotta, like I'm going to listen to this once we play it because <laughs> Tom's going to come to me, and I'm going to be crying, right? So I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was just awesome, awesome. And uh, well done by the Edmonton Oilers. And G- Gager, you remain undefeated uh, when you work a, a game? Is that uh, what you were texting us last night? I'm I'm undefeated every, every time I'm in the building. So every game I've attended. <laughs> well, then uh, you need the to hit every home game so. from now on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I might be going on the road. I don't know. <laughs> Can you, what uh, are you doing tomorrow at 8 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have to... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see, but uh, I got stuff to do. I can't I can't make the game, and uh, I I hate that building. So. Yeah. What do you think for tomorrow, man? Both teams made additions. Uh, both teams are uh, are playing well. I mean, Calgary's coming off a loss, but they're back at it tonight against Arizona. Uh, what are you thinking for tomorrow? Close game. I mean, Edmonton's always played Calgary well this season. Um. Yeah. I I mean, you're going to have two teams that when you get to this time of the year, and you're kind of looking at possible playoff matchups, um, you want to kind of show them what they're in for for a little bit, right? And yeah. there's there's no better uh, there's there's a really good advantage of going into a to a playoff series with having, you know, possibly one last couple against that team. So mm-hmm. um, I would definitely I'm sure they're talking about this for sure. You'll hear them say the the uh, the cliche the, uh, stock footage of it's yeah. just another game, but this is not another game. When has any of these games between Calgary and Edmonton just been another game? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the fact that they're they're up in the standings both together, and the possibilities of meeting in a playoff scenario, um, this uh, hopefully it's just uh, it's just the appetizer before the main course, buddy. For sure, my friend. Uh, I'll let you be. I know you got to get back to your F one viewing. I'm done for the day. I'm, oh, I got to. I got oh, okay. to work now. I can't. I can't just be looking at uh, <laughs> F one all day. I've, I've had it on in the background, but uh, yeah, now I got to fully focus. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll chat soon, my friend. Awesome, buddy. You have a great weekend. That was Joaquin Gage, former Edmonton Oiler, pro goaltender, uh, on the two guys in the goalie podcast. Just overall, overall, great guy, and. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers currently sit third in the Pacific, 77 points at 36-24-5. and five. They're two points back of the LA Kings with a game in hand. They're seven points back of the Calgary Flames, but the Flames have two games in hand. One of those will go tonight as they take on the Arizona Coyotes. The wild card spots, Nashville has the first one with 78 points. Dallas, the second one, with 75 points. On the outside looking in, Vegas, 74 Vancouver, 71. Winnipeg, 70. I wouldn't even go to Anaheim, San Jose, because they're too far back. They're not going to make the cut. So still a lot of battles going on in the West. 
it's it's gonna be uh, fun, man. It's gonna go to crunch time. You just uh, can't uh, can't drop any points here. Points wise, Conor McDavid five points away from 100. Leon Draisaitl is 10 points away from 100. They're one two in the league. Uh, third, Huberto at 88. Then it falls off just a tad with Goudreau at 82 and Austin Matthews at 80. So who would you start tomorrow? We all I think we're all gonna assume it's gonna be Josh, uh, not Josh Archibald. Uh, Miko Koskin, and I'm totally okay with that. For lineup changes, Gager said he'd stay the same, especially after the win. I, I tend to agree with that. I usually would go with that, but I think with Calgary, you need Josh Archibald in there. Uh, I don't know who you take out. Uh, we'll leave that to Jay Woodcroft, but uh, just what the guy brings. I didn't know he can't play in every game and all that, but uh, he just brings that element that you need in a game against a very physical Calgary team. A report out of Calgary today is saying that uh, Sean Monaghan might not be in the lineup. He'll be a healthy scratch. And that's the kind of depth they have in Calgary where you're sitting a guy like Sean Monaghan. Now, he's not having the best of seasons, but this guy's still a quality player. But uh, Daryl Sutter's not messing around. And I like that. Like, you go with what you think is best, what's going to make your team win, not contracts, not experience, and, and, and all that. Uh, sometimes they do that here in Edmonton, right? So that's the way you got to coach, man. And the business is... Winning hockey games and going to the playoffs. So, should be fun. Uh, we'll see what Calgary does tonight against Arizona. Orders have a nice little advantage as they'll uh, get them on the back-to-back. So, it should be fun. 8 o'clock puck drop. I'll be on the post-game show Saturday night with my good buddy Tom Gozola. All right, guys. What did you think of the game? Would you make any lineup tweaks? Is Miko Koskin in your starter tomorrow? As uh, we get ba- busy for uh, we get ready for a busy, busy Saturday in the NHL tonight. Only five games, really, no games uh, outside of the Winnipeg, Columbus. We'll keep an eye on that one in Calgary. I mean, Calgary's going to the playoffs, and Arizona's out of it as well. So only those two games I'll keep an eye on tonight. Thank you for the downloads. Keep those coming. Remember, you can always connect with me on Twitter at Hernan Salas underscore. Switched up the handle there. Uh, so find me there. Uh, don't forget to download and subscribe on your favorite apps for all the latest episodes. For my man Juanito on the Lockdown Orders podcast, I am Hernan the Man talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Battle of Alberta. And we'll chat in a couple of days.